Hey y'all, it's Jen, your host of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast and CEO of Success Beyond the Lens, a business management and marketing company for photographers. On this podcast, I'm going to be giving you the actual tips and advice I use every day to run my clients' businesses. I'm also going to be interviewing some awesome professional photographers, marketing experts, Facebook ad gurus, and so many more to ensure you are running a well-rounded business. So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I'm Jen, your host, and today I'm so excited to introduce you guys to Ray Whitney. She is a friend, a client, an incredible entrepreneur, and one of the best educators in the photography business that I know. Ray, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much, Jen, for having me. You're so sweet. You're so sweet to give me all those accolades. <laughs> but yes, I'm excited to chat with you and the listeners of the podcast. This should be really fun. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, how you got started, all of the fun things. Yes, yes. So I am a wedding and portrait photographer. I'm bi-coastal, so I service the D.C. metro area as well as Houston. So I live in Houston. I know everyone's like, well, where do you live? I'm like, I live in Houston, but I did start my business in D.C. in like 2011, 2012. So I've been in the game and I'm also a photographer, coach and educator. I get to work with some of the best rising to pro photographers, really helping them build profitable business models that feel really good to them, authentic to who they are. And so I love to help people with their marketing strategy and just the business of photography. So I think that's like my my secret sauce and, and where I'm really able to shine. And so I started my photography business just strictly off of a passion. Like I've always loved photography since I was a little girl. Um, I've always had a camera for as long as I can remember. And after graduating from Howard University, I started working in corporate America and I took a photography course. I was introduced to it by one of my coworkers at the time. And I quickly learned that photography is numbers um, as far as like f-stop and aperture and shutter speed and ISO. And things just clicked. And that was like the start of Ray Whitney Photography. And it's just snowballed into my whole life. And I just love it. I just love it. So, yep, I've been full-time. This is my sixth year full-time. So this is my life. Totally my life. That is so awesome. So you're actually going to get ready to celebrate like 10 years in photography this year. I am. I am. It was fun. I was just thinking that like I have to actually celebrate or do something. But Yes, it will be 10 years this year. Yeah. Is that not wild? So like, talk to me about 2010, Ray. Like, you're heading into, like, you're at Howard. You're like, what am I going to do with my life? Did you ever see this as, like, the path that you were going to take? Yeah, no, not at all. So I actually graduated from Howard in 2008. So I had already been in corporate America for two solid years. And I just remember one day, like talking to my best friend after work, this can't be life. Like this can't be what I'm supposed to do for the next 40 years every day. Like this this, this doesn't feel like it, you know? So I already had this feeling inside of me that like, man, I I should be doing something 
more or something more fun or something that's just different. I don't, I didn't know. So when I took the photography course, I also remember going into it being like, oh, I'll never charge anyone for pictures. I'll never, I'm just going to do it because I love it, you know? And it's just crazy what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And that was just exactly what it was for me. It was just genuinely a passion. And I was just so excited to learn how to use my camera but w- what I really found out was there's a world of photography and it's a pro- it's a profession, right? And one that can be very lucrative, but you have to really kind of find your way and, and, and pave your path and, and really kind of figure that out. And so 2010, right, before the class was just, you know, just trying to survive, I guess, corporate America. I just honestly, I was not a good employee. I was just not a good employee. I didn't really, I don't know. Like I just didn't care that much, if that makes sense. I first started my corporate career working in public accounting for a small accounting firm, Bird Smith. Um, and we had contracts with like KPMG. So in audit, I was in audit and I just didn't like it that much. So then I left there and I went to internal audit working for a nonprofit. And that's where I got introduced to this course by one of my coworkers. And it's just so interesting looking back because I'm just so grateful for that 25-year-old Ray that was like willing to, 24, 25, I can't remember, um, that was willing to kind of take a risk thing that I didn't even know what I was really doing because it completely changed my life and the trajectory of my life. And that was just kind of the beginning, right? The beginning was me investing in a course and being willing to take a risk on myself and in my passion. And now look, I'm full-time and I buy coastal and, you know, I, I'm a wedding photographer, a, a sought after wedding photographer at that. I'm, I, I'm humble, but you know, the calendar is packed and I get to coach really amazing other photographers and building their business and going after their dreams. And it's just like, I'm just grateful that I was willing to like take that risk and take that leap so early on. And I love it. You know, I love it here. (laughs) I love it here. Awesome. How did you end up in Houston? Yeah. Okay. So the story is like, wow, I'm so over it. But the real fact of the matter is that I was like dating a guy and uh, he was in Houston at the time. And you know, we were long distance. I was in DC and, you know, just the conversation, like, would you move? And I was like, yeah, I'll move or whatever. And so I initially moved to Austin at the top of 2018. I just kind of was like, you know, if if my 2018 calendar, if I get like, I think, I, I think in my mind, I said, if I got 12 weddings on the calendar before 2018 rang in, like, I'm going to move to Houston and and I got it. I got, I got the number. I mean, I'm going to move to Texas and I moved to Austin and it was good. I think that I'm a woman of faith and deep in my spirituality. And I truly believe that God was just trying to get me to move from a place that I was comfortable and where I had developed Ray Whitney photography in my, in my life, my young adult life, and to go to like a new city, a new land to continue to expand myself, my business, and also just kind of see things from my, my personal life in a different perspective. Um, and so that's exactly what happened. And so I got to Houston because me and the guy didn't work out, which is totally fine. So grateful for that. But like, I was like, well, I'm in Texas. Like, I'm already down here. I, I don't really want to go back to the East Coast. So like, let me go to Houston. I've always wanted to live in Houston. So I just took all my talents to Houston. So I came to Houston uh, summer of 2019. And yeah, so it'll be two years soon. It'll be two years. 
That's so incredible. That's so incredible. Oh, it's it's amazing to hear like how leaps of faith it just absolutely transform your life. I had a similar um, experience when I after my divorce, I moved back home and you know stayed there for about ten months, and then I was like, I need to do something different. And I ended yeah. up moving to Kentucky and it changed my life. So yeah, I think that's, it's so, I just love hearing those like crazy, like, all right, we're here. We're going to do it. We're going to jump and we'll build the parachute on the way down. Yeah. Cause so many people really get, you know, nervous with change and yeah. they're reluctant for change. And, you know, even when I said I was moving, they're like, well, what are you going to do with your business? And I'm like, I'm going to keep having a business, you know, like there's this thing called an airplane and another thing (laughs) called a calendar, you know what I mean? And I'm just going to keep going. And I I was really nervous too. Just, I didn't feel comfortable like telling like my quote unquote social media audience, the moves I was doing. So for the first like year and a half, I really kind of hid that I was in Texas. But now, you know, I'm just like, this is what it is. And it's just an expansion, really, at the end of the day, like, you are your business, I'm my business. And no matter where I go, that's just what it's going to be. And when you really understand, you know, how to market and who you're talking to, you just have to just keep keep kind of doing the strategies. And so it's been really good for me. I love Texas. I, I do. I really enjoy it. And I still get to go back to D.C. very often, almost a little too often. but it's been really, really good. So that's awesome. I that's one state that I've landed in a couple of times that I've not had the opportunity to like spend time in. And I have tried to talk my husband into actually want to go to San Antonio is where I want to hang out. Oh, nice. So hopefully, as things slowly begin to open up back up and all of that fun, fun stuff, I'm hoping Texas is on the list very soon. Yes, that'll be, that'll be fun. Well, Texas will welcome you with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So let's talk about the education side of the business. We've kind of like, I love everything you've done. I love that you're Ficoastal. That's such an incredible way that you've expanded your business. But now you have really stepped into this educator role over the last, what, couple of years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think my first mentee that I took under my Photobomb Academy, which is my digital education platform, the first mentee I took was 2015. So it's been some years. It's been some years, yeah. That's awesome. So talk to me about what that shift look like looks like and how you really come alongside photographers that are getting started and helping them put that business foundation in that's imperative to running a successful business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So just kind of like the photography side, the coaching or mentoring or education side came very organically. People were, you know, in my DMs asking, oh, I want to be, can you teach me? I want to be mentored by you. I want to shadow you. I want to follow you and things like that. And so Initially, I really started to meet people where they were doing one-on-one coaching sessions, literally meeting them where they were. And so I just kind of figured out, you know, I would ask some questions before and then we would meet up and then we would just have this all out hash coaching session and they could ask me whatever. And we would just go through the thing over time. What I learned is that that's probably not the best way, given that the calendar was, you know, I was already still working in corporate America, like still burning the candlesticks at both ends. So I was like, okay, I need to figure out a way to still help people, but it's not necessarily one-on-one because one-on-one is exactly what I'm doing on the photography side and our time is limited. And so over time, 
I built my digital course. It's called From Hobbyist to Pro, and it teaches the exact foundation roadmap to building your photography business, exactly what I did to build my business. So um, really identifying my style of work, really identifying my brand and my brand presence and my client experience and marketing to, you know, these target audiences that I wanted to reach. And so I built that course based off of like the one-on-one work I did. And then I did kind of like a beta group coaching program to really learn even more in depth what people wanted to learn from me. And so From Hobbyist to Pro launched in 2018, and I'm actually opening the fourth cohort in a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited. Um, And so, yes, it's really, really good. And so that course to me is like the signature foundational course on if you know that your photography business is just all in shambles and you're just kind of running it by the seat of your pants, we got to get out of that. And we really have to create a sustainable business. I tell my people all the time, you have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. A lot of times we we want this influx or we want this big you know influx of clients and more people to inquire and reach out to us. But are you really ready for the influx? Are you really ready for that momentum and that demand to pick up? Do you have your workflows together? Do you even understand your pricing or who you're trying to talk to? You know, are you saying yes to all these projects that you don't even really want to do and finding yourself, you know, kind of burnt out or, uh, you know, underwhelmed or, um, you know, just all the things attracting clients that just really aren't your vibe, aren't your tribe, all of that. And so there's strategy to really positioning yourself as a pro photographer and really attracting ideal clients. And I've, figured it out over the years. And I'm, you know, now it's just now I love to teach other photographers exactly what that is and what it takes those small baby steps and the roadmap. And so that's what from hobbyist to pro is, and that's how it was created. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And the best part for me is seeing my students, businesses, their business soar or them to really niche down and get very clear. And just to see them transition into this professional, right? Like that's, I love that piece. And it takes time. It takes Mm -hmm. work. It takes dedication and courage, but it's totally doable. So yeah, that's, that's how I created my first signature course, digital course. What I love about hobbyist to pro is I feel like it really comes in and it, and it focuses on helping them build that business foundation. Cause I feel Mm -hmm. like so many photographers that, I mean, even photographers who have been in business three, four, five, six years, they don't have a solid business foundation in place. So they're constantly feeling like they're on the hamster wheel. And what I love about Hobbyist to Pro is it gets them off the hamster wheel. It helps them, you know, hone in on their messaging, hone in on who they're going to serve, how they're going to serve them, and really putting those key pieces in place so that they can really build that foundation and then gain the momentum from there, which that's how you avoid burnout. It's how you work with clients. Like you said, that you want to work with, that you want to feature on your portfolio. And I absolutely love hobbyist to pro. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. And it's so interesting. You say I've had people that are just starting out that barely have, you know, their first lens, you know, they're like, what, you know, then I've also had some people that have been in business five, six, seven, 10 years that are just like, I need help, you know? And so it really can help different A lot of times photographers are like, oh, I've been being a photographer for seven years, but it's like, yeah, but like, 
are you really attracting who you want to attract? Have you niched down? Like, are you clear? Are you booked? I don't want to even say booked and busy, but do you find yourself being booked out months in advance? Like, is it very clear to the audience what type of photographer you are? And if you're like, no, then it's like, okay, let's get, let's get your foundation together. So it's not just for people that are just starting out. It's just really for people that know in the bits of their heart that they have to get their business together, their foundation together. And so, yeah, it is really, it's just the roadmap. It's the, it's the exact roadmap. So yes, it's awesome. Okay, you guys, we are getting ready to launch the Become a Virtual Assistant for Photographer program live again. I'm pumped. Our beta round was so good. We had so many great testimonials come out of it. And I have packed this round with even more bells, whistles, tools, tips, tricks, and trainings than the last one. You can go ahead, sign up for the wait list, and you will be put into a drawing to win a scholarship into the program. This program is going to cover how to land your first client, what kind of services different photographers need, and a slew of other information that is going to help you uplevel your virtual assistant business or start it off on the right foot. I've been doing this for a while and I cannot wait to share with you guys my tips and knowledge and tools and tricks to grow your virtual assistant business. So someone is understanding like, okay, my business is in shambles. I need some help. What is one actionable tip that they could implement today to help them have a better business tomorrow? I love that. So the first thing I would say is really identify where your business is in shambles, the pain points in your business. And so I kind of think of it like as a business will. So there's like marketing, there's your skill set there's your pricing, there's your client experience, and then there's your mindset. Um, and so th- that kind of all creates the business will. And when you when you think about those five things, where is your business in shambles? Is it in marketing? Is it in the messaging, how you're showing up or not showing up? Is it in the skill set in understanding how to recreate your style with consistency or communicate your style to potential clients so that you don't find yourself one day being light and airy, quote unquote, and then the next day being moody and then the next day being dramatic, you know, because people will have these crazy requests, but that doesn't mean that that is your style of work. Is it in your mindset? Like, are you true? Do you truly believe that this is possible for you that, you know, being having a, a professional business or having a sustainable business is is what is possible for you and that you are worthy of it and that you're good enough and all of those things. Mindset is huge. And then also with pricing, right? Like, do you know your numbers? When I went to Howard, I was a business finance major. So I'm, I'm a numbers girl all day. Okay. So I'm always just like, do you know your numbers? Do you know how much it costs to run your business? Do you know how many sessions you need to book per month to make sure that you make your cost or make your profit? Are you setting goals? Are you trying to kind of tracking them based on like the different departments within your business? So all of those things. So identify the pain points is what I'm saying. So really identify where you're struggling, get real with yourself. Where are you struggling and what do you need help with? Because then that will help you then find the help that you need. If you don't really know what you need help with, it's hard to get others to help you. And so, yeah, the first thing I would say is identify your pain points. And then the second I would say is really identify how you want to show up 
as a creative, as a photographer, what kind of imagery do you want to produce? What kind of clients do you really, really, really want to work with? And sometimes doing that, you you have to really ask yourself, what kind of clients do you not want to work with? Or what kind of imagery do you not want to produce? Because as a professional photographer, people pay us premium because we are the expert and the, because we specialize in something. And so a, a lot of times my students or my mentees, they're just really scared to niche down or scared to say no to certain things because I'm like, well, what if, what if nothing else comes? Or what if this is the light? And it's like, it's coming, more is coming. You know what I mean? But you have to kind of switch that mindset in that thought pattern that you're having and continue to put your offers out there. Tell people, tell the people that you want to work with, you want to work with them and why you are the person for the job. So yeah, that's my two, you know, small tips I would give for people to really, you know, get clear on where they need help. Awesome. What is your favorite part about your business? Like what, I mean, I think everyone has like that one thing that they wake up and they're like, Ooh, I get to do this today. What, what is that for you? So I like to think of my business as almost two sides. I have like the photography side and then I have like the education side. So when it comes to photography, I freaking love working with my like newly engaged couples. I love it. I just, I love, love, I love that excitement that they have for this new life that they're about to create and go into. And so I love, I love engagement sessions. I I love it. I love to see them all dressed up, dolled up, looking good, feeling good. And we go create some really pretty pictures together. And then like on the wedding day, I love portraits. I love bride and groom portraits. I love that moment where, you know, she's in her white dress and he's in his tux or whomever, you know, and they're just looking really good. And we create really classic, timeless, luxurious, modern portraits. Like I love that. And so that makes me so excited just to be a part of that day and to create imagery from that day. I love it so much. Within my coaching side, I just love, I love to coach. Like I love to get on the coaching sessions and just give the people what they need, like help people, really open people's minds, open people's eyes to a whole nother level of photography, of being a business owner. And so I I do really enjoy like my live coaching sessions, whether it's one-on-one, because I do offer one-on-one, my VIP intensives, or if it's my group coaching, what if it's a part of one of my programs. So that's probably my favorite part of being a coach is just really getting on there, seeing their faces, answering questions, giving them strategy, just being the light for them so that they can keep going and feel confident about what they're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So you mentioned mindset. I could talk about mindset all day long because holy crap, there's just so much to dive into there. But I think it's one of the key elements of any successful person, like whether you're in corporate America and you're wanting to climb the ladder or you're just starting your new business, whatever it is, like mindset is key to everything. So what are some mindset obstacles that you had to overcome in order to get to where you're at today? One that I definitely had to overcome early, um, not even too early on, but within the last, I want to say, you know, like maybe last five years, it's just the comparison game, the comparison Mm -hmm. game, especially being a wedding photographer and being friends with some of the most amazing wedding photographers. 
just like, oh my gosh, look at their wedding. Like, look at their flowers. Look at that decor. Oh, they work with this planner. Oh, I've never worked with that planner. They didn't inquire with me. And oh my gosh, look at how they made that portrait. Uh, you know, just comparing. But it just is not serving me. It's just not serving me at my highest. It's not helpful. You know, it, it's not, it's not the energy that's gonna push me out there to be even better. It's actually the energy that's gonna make me hibernate and crawl inside and and woes me and just be down and out. I really had to get off that wheel. And it, you know, it's weird. Like I would compare myself to some of my closest photographer friends. I think it's natural because we are creatives and we're visuals and we see visual examples that others are putting out and you're just like, oh wow. Oh, the way she did the light. Oh my gosh. Just, you know, whatever this venue or this planner, or this decor. I think then it's like, What's happening is that I wasn't being as grateful to actually what I had on my plate. You know what I mean? Like the opportunities that I had, you know? And so, and also just, like I said, like really thinking about, is this serving me at the next level? Like, is it helping me become a better person or is it basically making me crawl back in and shy away and, and, and not feel confident? And so that was really, that was really big for me. And then also, I think the other mindset was just around pricing and money, really believing that I was worth whatever dollar amount that I charged um, and that people would be willing to pay that because there's so many photographers and there's so many different pricing strategies and models, right? And so when you start to charge hundreds of dollars or, or thousands of dollars, and you know other people that aren't even charging a fraction of what you charge and they're really great, you start to question like, I mean, you know, am I, am I worth it? And and then also I tell people this all the time, like my students, we hear no's so often, like, no, we went with someone else. No, you're out of our budget. No, this isn't going to work at this time, you know, whatever. And so right. those no's can really get in your head if you allow them to. But the fact of the matter is that we're really just talking to 10%. We're talking to the 10% of people that want to work with you, you know, are willing to pay the price, like see the value in what you have to offer. And then also it's our job to be able to clearly explain the value. And so, yeah, just kind of getting out of my head with pricing and whether or not I was worth the, the amount I was charging. And then also like really letting go of this crazy comparison game and just being more, having more gratitude for what is actually on my plate and my clients and, you know, the people that are supporters and really value me as a photographer. And so I found that like when I got to too much comparison or whatever, I would just have to unfollow people or mute them for a certain certain amount of time so that I just wouldn't, it wouldn't be this trigger was like, oh, you know, I'm all in their rabbit hole or whatnot. And then when it came to pricing, I just feel like our confidence is in value positioning and really being able to explain the value of in your secret sauce, like what you are bringing to the table and why you are different from X, Y, and Z, right? And so those things have really helped me just kind of get out of my own way and um, charge what I want to charge with confidence and work with the people that really want to work with me. That's so good. I started a gratitude journal early on in my business and it was Mm. so interesting to like watch the shift happen because I would list out like 
I mean, I would start with like, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful for my clients. You know, like, I mean, getting as nitty gritty as you possibly can, especially in a brand new, like a baby business where, you know, those types of things. But then I would, I would list out like, I'm grateful for, and then talk about like a goal that I had, like, but I'd already achieved it. You know, like I'm grateful for a $10,000 a month. I'm grateful for high end clients, whatever. And I mean, it helps you focus on reaching those goals and manifesting like those things happening because you believe in it. The more you write it, say it, think it. Yeah. I feel like the, the higher the outcome is that it's going to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Like the affirmations and what you're telling yourself, it's the same exact thing. Like when we tell ourselves, oh, you're not good enough, or you didn't do, oh man, you could have done better or whatever, whatever. Like it's the same thing. If we were to switch that and affirm ourselves in a positive way, then it's going to help over time, just really boost your confidence and say, oh, I am good enough. You know, I am worth every penny that I charge. And I do provide high quality service for a premium dollar, you know? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm big on like vibrational energy. I'm big on affirmations and gratitude journaling. I do that as well. I try to do it every morning. So yeah, it's just so important because we're all in our head. We're all in our head. And if you're anything like me, you're a chronic overthinker. And so you're thinking about all the things, the good, the bad, the ugly, and it stalls you. That's like that level of procrastination where it's stalling you so much that you're not even taking action. And then you're not even believing in your ability to take action and whatever. It's just like this bad cycle. And so I tell people all the time. Mindset is something that you constantly have to work on. Like for me, it's daily. So if I'm, yeah. if whether it's I'm um, listening to some uplifting music like gospel, or I'm listening to like a sermon, or I'm doing my affirmations, I'm doing my gratitude journaling, or listen to a podcast that is just like getting me together, or whatever. It's just literally a daily practice so that I can continue to show up and push past these thoughts that I'm having um, that yeah. aren't serving me. So good. Okay. Before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to share to someone looking to grow their photography business or maybe even start a photography business or clean up their current photography business that is running them over like a train? Yes. Oh my gosh. For sure. I mean, I think sometimes people are really reluctant to go seek help or invest in help, invest in that next level. But what I know to be true is that um, when you pay, you show up different, you you listen different, you, Amen. you, um, you know, so know that you can get help. To me, we live in this self-education digital world right now. And like whatever it is that you want to achieve and however you want to grow and build, it's totally doable. But a lot of times it's on the other side of investing or being willing to basically put some money up. And I hate to say it like that because it's not about a money grab. It's more about when you come like as a coach, when you come to me and you know that you're ready for that next level and you're ready to invest, you're open. You're open to receive. You're like, teach me your ways. I need the help. I don't know it all and I'm I want to know more and I want to go bigger and that's how it happens you know and I can only say that because that's been the trajectory of my entire business you know Same. from the point of yeah you know and so 
I'm not saying that free things aren't great because they are, but they're only going to get you so far. And some of the best entrepreneurs, creatives, photographers, whatever, they've been in multiple programs, they have a coach, they have invested in their pain points and things that they want to work through, as opposed to trying to just spin the wheel and figure it out on your own. And so I would just say, get out of your own way. And in the same way that we invest in our in our gear, our new camera body and a new lens and a new light stand and a new bag and all these things, invest in your education because it's going to it's going to change the entire game for you in such a huge way and you're just going to reach your goals quicker, faster, smarter and more confidently with a community of people that are like behind you rooting for you each and every step. So to me, that's been a game changer for me and I and I love to be able to be like that for others and so that's how, that's what I would leave them with. I would say invest, invest, invest in your education. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. So I always like to wrap up with three super fun questions. I think they're super fun. So the first is, what is your favorite business tool? Oh, let me think. I would have to say my client management system, <laughs> HoneyBook. Yeah, because it keeps me pretty organized. I can get things out. You you help with that so much. But, you know, we can. I can see what's going on. I can, yep. you know, get things back out to, yeah, very quickly. So HoneyBook, HoneyBook is saving me. I love it. All right. And what is your favorite quote? Oh my gosh. You know, I usually have a really good one. Give me like, ask me another question and I'll have one. I have a good one. I just have to think of it. <laughs> okay. All right. I have so to think of it. the last question is if you and I were to go get drinks in Houston, where would we go and what would we have? Oh my gosh. So I love Tex-Mex. I freaking love Tex-Mex. I can eat tacos, rice and beans, quesadilla. <laughs> I could eat that all day. Okay. So I would probably take you to Pico's or Nympha's and we would have some margaritas, you know, some I love it. margaritas, some guacamole, chips, queso, all the good stuff. So that's what we would do. We would have a little bit of Tex-Mex fun. Awesome. Um, I love Tex-Mex. Yes. Let me see. Okay. So my quote is, <laughs> You have to be the change you want to see in the world. That's so good. So that's my quote. I would have had a a better one, but I'm just going to leave y'all with that. I love a good (laughs) quote. So yes. (laughs) Yes. I'm a quote fanatic. I love it. Oh, good. Nice. I love that. Well, thank you for having me on here, Jen. This was fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us where our audience can find you. Yes, for sure. On Instagram, I'm Ray Whitney. That's spelled R-H-E-A, Whitney, W-H-I-T-N-E-Y. And the website is raywhitney.com. I also have Photobomb Academy on Instagram. It's spelled exactly how you say it, Photobomb Academy. I'm not as active as I should be with that one, but we're going to change that. And also photobombacademy.com is where you can check out the educational uh, website. I have a free private Facebook group. So come and join me in there. I have um, all kinds of different resources on there and things like that. But connect with me on Ray Whitney. I can point you in the right direction of what, you know, what we might need to do and how, you know, ways we can work together, ways you can just be in the community. So yes, I would love to connect with y'all. Just let me know that you found me on Success Beyond the Lens podcast with Jen. And yes, it'll be fun. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ray. This was so much fun. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.